Hey, Freedom Makers. Today, we're going to be speaking with Allison Nelson, who's a proud mama and wife who works with ambitious service-based mamas. She weaves her past experience in marketing, counseling, and education into her passion business, all about helping moms build organic marketing strategies that take their side hustles to consistent income. Allison believes that with the right blend of strategy and mindset, moms don't have to wait until their kids are older to have more time to grow the business of their dreams and take care of their family. In her spare time, Allison loves reading books with a good cup of coffee, playing princess tea party with her four-year-old, and organizing and reorganizing every room in her house. We're going to discuss her journey of building her passion business and what it's meant for her life and family. She's here to share some insight and give you a glimpse into the world of mompreneurship. Allison, say hi to the Freedom Makers and share something about yourself that we would find unique or interesting. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And Jamie, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is very exciting. One thing that is different about me as a business coach is I'm actually a trained school counselor. So I find that is really helpful when it comes to working with clients, especially in our one-to-one sessions. Um, It's very helpful with building relationships. It kind of brings me back to those times where when I was in graduate school and I was in a group counseling, uh, you know, a group of people. um, We were all trying to learn from each other and get, you know, build relationships and get things out of each other. It's actually way more helpful than I thought it would ever be. Absolutely. I could see how that would be really beneficial to people that you're working with. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So yeah, so you were a counselor before, and then you had also mentioned that you did more of a marketing and education background as well. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you did before starting your own business? Sure. Sure. Yes. So I, out of college, I have a journalism degree. So out of college, I ended up working in public relations um, and advertising So that was great because I really got to learn a lot about the corporate world, but I got to learn a lot about being a professional, writing professional emails, uh, things that you don't really learn in school, things you have to learn in the the real world. But I burned out pretty quickly. So I went to school to become a school counselor. No one told me that there weren't any school counselor jobs available when I graduated. (laughs) No one told me that. So, and I was also making a move from New York to Connecticut. So that meant I needed a new license in a new state. So while that was kind of working itself out, I got into higher level education, colleges and um, different education centers. And I actually built curriculum for adults who are looking to go back into the workforce after being home with their kids or go back to college because they never had a chance to finish their degree. So then when I did end up working in a high school, I was working in the school counseling office and I did do my fair share of counseling, but what I mostly did was create career and college readiness programs for the district. Okay. That makes sense. And so it sounds like you went through a huge change all at once. And was that, and was that kind of the reason that led you down to being the path of being an entrepreneur? Yeah, there was a lot. So when I became a mother, I, that's really what, kind of changed everything from, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm working in a school to, I don't really, I really want to be my own boss and I want to 
have my own schedule. I want to have the time freedom. I don't want to work for somebody else. I never really felt like I was able to do all of the things I liked doing in one job. I always felt like I was leaving one um, skill for another. And I wanted to be able to help people like me who are feeling lost, who are feeling like they wanted that time freedom. And so it didn't, it didn't happen right away. I got, I did a little bit of network marketing first so that I could really understand how to talk to people, be face to face with people. Um, I ended up starting a product based business also. And then I started helping people build their own business because that's what they were the most interested in about my product based business. They didn't even care about my product. They cared more about how I built the business. And I said, well, I think this is the best way that I can, you know, fully arrive at my potential with all of this, the management skills I have and all of the counseling skills and the education and all of that. So it's been very helpful to have all of those different pieces that I can bring into my, into my business now. When I create courses, I have the education side. You know, when I work one-to-one, I have the counseling side. It's been really helpful. That's incredible that you were able to take all of these areas that, you know, you weren't really able to utilize before and turn them into this business for yourself. And you said it, you're like, it's all about the freedom. And it sounds like prior to having kids, you know, that Mm -hmm. wasn't as big of a need for you. But then you're like, you know what? I want to do whatever it takes to stay at home with my babies And you made that happen. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huge transformation. And I'm I'm proud. And I also think that it's something that a lot of people want to learn how to do. So and that's what's so great about your podcast, too. Yeah. All about mom's freedom makers, for sure. I just I think it's so, uh, you know, being pregnant, I am pregnant right now. And it's absolutely like will jumpstart and propel you towards you know, either growing your business or pivoting in some way. And I think so many women are out there, but they're a little bit scared to take that plunge. Were you scared at all in the beginning of this journey? Oh, yes. I was so scared that people would, you know, think that I was trying to, What I was scared of what people would think. I was so scared of what people would think. Because, you know, when you don't, when you haven't started a business yet, your your idea of the world is so much smaller right? Because all you know is like your family and your friends and you worry about what they're going to think because they've gotten you to this point. But your business, I learned the hard way, is not about those people. It's about the people you haven't met yet. So your world ends up getting bigger. And I think when I became a mother, and I think a lot of people might resonate with this, I sort of changed as a person. It was almost like she was born, but I was reborn. And a lot of things about, you know, worrying about what people think of me and all of that sort of went to the wayside a little bit more. My world just got bigger because of her. And therefore I was, I thought, well, if I can help make an impact with this brand new world that was just opened up to me, while it was scary and overwhelming, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I love what you just said there. You felt like you were reborn. That's such mm-hmm. a powerful statement. And being able to like realize that family and friends a lot of times don't really understand. They don't have that entrepreneurial mindset. So being able to branch out and find this new world who does understand you and does need you is incredible. And it's something that everybody has to go through, but it can be so scary. And it stops a lot of people from starting. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. It does. And you know, your family and friends, I'm not like, 
ragging on them at all, but they don't, they just want to protect you. They just, Mm -hmm. they just want, they love you so much. They don't understand this world and they just want to protect you. But we have to show them with our actions that this is actually, we, we can actually make this happen. They want to keep us safe. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the power to them, but they're not the low hanging fruit that's going to start your business. They're not at not. all. Nope. No. <laughs> so after you started this journey, like what has it meant for your family moving forward, being able to run your own business from home? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really uh, relieved that I did actually take the leap and do this, even though I was at first scared um, to do it because Um, with COVID, my husband, who was the breadwinner, was really the reason I was able to stay home with my daughter in the first place and build this business. He lost his job due to COVID. So I'm very grateful that I had started my business, even though it was still in the infancy stages, because at this point I was able to, um, I was able to expand upon it. I was able to spend more time on it. And here we are, I'm now taking care of our family. Um, But I think it's because I started, well, there's a lot of reasons why, but it it's not because he lost his job. It's because of everything I did before he lost his job to get myself to the point where I was ready. So absolutely. That if I had be... held back, that wouldn't have been a thing. Yeah. And, and knowing when you're ready, it's, it's weird. It's almost like something clicks inside of you and you're like, no, now is my time. Like it just, it's like a light switch goes off. It's crazy. Oh, totally. Totally. Yep. Yeah. So since you've started this journey, have there been any like struggles or setbacks along the way that you'd like to share? Uh, there have been a lot of struggles and setbacks. Um, I think if I allowed um, messiness and um, I don't want to say, you know, the lack of knowledge to hold me back, I wouldn't be here. So I really think it's important for people to know that you might not know something today, but clarity or action, you know, we we get clarity by acting. And messy action is the only way that we're going to figure out, you know, where we're really meant to be and our path and who our people are and how we're going to find them. Everything in your business comes from messy action. And there have been, I mean, I'm talking broken links, no website, um, crazy workarounds so I didn't have to pay for anything. Um, selfies in my basement, (laughs) like not professional pictures for a while. I mean, messy, messy action. Um, It's, I think I could have let that hold me back. Um, All of those things that I didn't have or felt like I needed no branding for like months, no website, nothing. Um, But I think, you know, those could have been setbacks. And I see a lot of people holding themselves back because of that. But I think if you choose to move ahead and you give people your best that you can, that's all, that's all you can really do. Um, I think it ends up really helping in the long run. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people do get held up by those small things that really just look like a lot on paper. But once you sit down and start kind of like grinding them out, it's not that hard, but it's, it holds people back for years. So I'm so happy that you were just like, you know what? I'm just going to take action. Done beats perfect. Let's just do this thing. That's right. Done beats perfect. Yes. Yes. Progress over perfection. And there were times where there was a day that I quit um, because it got really complicated and I didn't know. I didn't, it was just too complicated. I really didn't know I had made it so much bigger than it needed to be. And so I quit. And I even told some close friends of mine, I quit. 
Um, and about three days later, I got up and I went to my computer like I hadn't quit, and just started working again. And that's when I knew I was doing something that was just natural and something that was really a passion. And, I, and you know, it's just at that point, it was like, OK, how can I make it simpler so that this doesn't happen again? And ever Absolutely. since it has been better. That's great. And I think it's it's that tipping point where you're either going to give up, where a lot of people do give up, or you push through that and then boom, all of a sudden, it's like you've been pushing this big boulder up this hill and then it just starts yeah. to roll and you got to get to that right. point. But so many people give yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That's it's true. It's shame. very sad. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I mean, consistency is huge. Um, you know, not not giving up. Um, is so, so important. I mean, that's a, that's the biggest difference between people who succeed and people who don't. It's just not giving up. Absolutely. And I think like having your passions involved with this, like you knew that from the start, that's what kept you going. I'm sure. Cause yeah. you just, you're like, you know what? Oh, I'm going to do this again. Let's just sit down, pretend I didn't say that <laughs> we can do this. Yeah. If you, I mean, like, you know, it's right when you can't not do it. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. You know it's right when you can't not do it. Right. Absolutely. You can't hold yourself back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so can you take us to that time, like that aha moment that you had Mm -hmm. in this business, if there is one? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I really honestly think that this was something I loved doing, but I and my husband and I would talk about like, wouldn't it be awesome if like I was making enough money and I could retire you and you can stay home and, you know, but but really at the end of the day, when I look back at that, I feel like we were just, you know, we were just like talking and we were just dreaming and just like, huh, that would be funny. Who makes that much money online anyway? There's a million other business coaches. How can I stand out? And his aha moment or our aha moment was really when he got fired um, because of COVID. And, you know, we took the opportunity that because of unemployment, because unemployment was a short thing for a long time because of the pandemic, you know, I didn't really have a real offer. I was I was working around my three year old who was in preschool for 10 hours a week. I mean, not that much. Right. And, you know, I said, well, now's the time. Let's try this. And three weeks later, I was a five figure earner. And it wasn't because of the three weeks. It wasn't because I had the extra time. Now, anybody can say that. And that's the story that kind of went around. Right. Um, it wasn't the three weeks. My aha moment was because of the consistency for the months beforehand, because of how I showed up um, every single day, even when I had no followers, when I was talking to one person, I pretended I was talking to 100 people. And I still created and I still showed up for the very low ticket clients I did have because I was bending over backwards for them and learning my mistakes and things like that. Um, And I also chose to surround myself with people who I could look up to. And so I put myself in a container that was a better place for me where something like this can happen and it can be like, okay, Alison, what are you going to do about it? Not, oh man, I'm so sorry. So that was really the realization, that aha moment that I'm prouder of the girl who did that every day, not knowing if anything was going to come from it versus the person I am today. That's a beautiful thing. And I love what you said kind of about starting small. 
You know, mm-hmm. even if you're just speaking to that one person, like one person is all it takes. You get a testimonial back from that one person. They tell their friends, like that's when your business can explode. But it's oh, totally. like so often yeah. people are so scared to start because they don't want to start small. They see like influencers who have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're like, oh, I want to be like that. But they don't show up today. So we can give you all the followers and all the clients in the world. But if you don't know how to show up for them when there's only one person you're out of luck. Like you can't just learn that overnight. That's absolutely right. It's quality over quantity and it's building Mm -hmm. those relationships. And honestly, you don't need hundreds and thousands of people. I have, I just hit 600 people in my group and I make multiple five figures a month. I only have 600 people following me though, (laughs) but it's only 600 people. It's, it's all of the people that want to be there that resonate with my message. And do I want that group to go grow? Yes, of course. I'm looking at the numbers, I'm wanting it to grow. But I also understand that quality and knowing how to talk to one person as though like 100 people as though you're talking to one person when for so long all I wanted was the opposite. <laughs> um, and just being able to show up for those people, that is that is huge. Right, and then at the same time, like if it grows too fast, you're not gonna be able to sh- like serve those people on the level that you can now. So it's, it's really, it's a growing process. And some people think of it as a, a negative. And yeah. I think it's such a beautiful thing to be able to start small. And the fact that you have 600 people and you're earning five figures on that business, that's mm-hmm. that just shows you that you're targeting and you finding your ideal client has been on point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking to them, um, you know, really being able to get inside their heads. And that's what I spend time on. I spend time on building those relationships so that I can understand, well, what would you do with an extra, you know, 2K a month? What would you do with that? And then when they tell me, I use that in my marketing. And that's Mm -hmm. just a way for me to make sure that, you know, my clients know I I know you and I'm here for you. And I share a lot about my story too. You know, um, this this whole year, I've shared a lot about this year and what it's meant to our family. Um, I think that being vulnerable and telling stories is a really great way to, you know, humanize your your business and who you are. There's no shame in the fact that before this, I wasn't making any money <laughs> and, and that I still stumble and I still, you know, feel less confident than I should sometimes because I'm a human. Absolutely. And I think it's important to humanize your business. And that makes you so relatable to people. You're meeting them where they're at and you're like, hey, grab my hands. I'm going to take you to the promised land with your business. And that's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. And I try to, you know, make sure that these people, my people know I'm only a few steps ahead of you. This is not, you know, I'm not some huge big name that is unrelated, that can't relate, that forgot what it was like to make a hundred dollars a month. (laughs) That's that wasn't that long ago. And I'm never going to stop feeling that way. Um, and I think my storytelling, my vulnerability and all that keeps me in check with that as well. My, myself, um, because I keep remembering what that was like. Absolutely. Yeah. You're yeah. very appreciative and grateful. <laughs> yes. Very. So what would you say along this journey, the best advice you've received has been? Hmm. Okay. Um, I think this will resonate with a lot of people. Um, my the, the biggest thing for me in the beginning was not knowing 
how to talk to a particular group of people and therefore shutting out another group of people. And that to me was very scary, right? To like kind of narrow down. Now, obviously I have been able to do that. And I've learned that, you know, talking to a particular group of people is actually being inclusive, not exclusive. We think we're being exclusive when we're like, no, we just want to talk to group A and not group B. But really, it is exclusive if you say, yes, group A and B can come, but only group A is going to actually resonate with this and actually going to be able to be helped by it. Group B, you might get some stuff, but you might not get all of it. And that's actually being exclusive. And being inclusive is more group A, I've got you. I can handle this. You know, I'm going to be able to help you 100%. So I think that's the best advice I received from my most recent coach was that talking to a particular group of people is not being exclusive. It's being inclusive of the people that you can help best. Absolutely. That and then those other people will find you. And yeah, you're not targeting them directly, but you're not completely excluding them because if they still resonate partly with your message, they're going to show up. Which right, is exactly. Incredible. Like I speak to moms, but you don't realize how many dads come. Do you help dads too? Can you help me? Can you coach me in my business? And they find you. Yeah. It's- yes. A lot of a couple of my clients in particular, they'll tell me like, my husband watched your live video, and he said that he learned so much for for his realtor business or whatever. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, nice. So people will still. Yeah, it will still resonate, but it's okay to talk to a particular group of people. That's actually being inclusive, not exclusive. Absolutely. I agree completely. That's that's so important. And I think often, like you said, so many people are scared of that. But yeah. it's really, I mean, all it's going to do is propel your business to a whole nother level. It's about being okay. specialized and being that one person for that one person that's going to set yeah. you apart. So special. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think one of your personal habits would be that has contributed to this success? It sounds like you grew really fast. Yeah, it sounds like that. I mean, I have doubled um, my numbers in, you know, a short amount of time. That's true. Um, For a while, it didn't feel that way, though. So I would say my biggest personal habit is staying consistent with, you know, my daily non-negotiables, the things that I have to do to keep myself Um, you know, keep my energy high. And because that's what my people expect from me. And um, staying consistent with the things that I know work. um, And only doing those few things. There's not very many things that can work as well. It's okay to just do a few things as long as they work really well. It's okay to work those things. Absolutely. You don't have to stay in the you stay in your lane. I do. And I do it every day. And, and can you, could you give us a little bit of an idea of what that means for you? Like staying in your lane, when you talk about your daily non-negotiables, what does that mm-hmm. look like for you? Because I know a lot of people struggle with this. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things um, that I do daily and I don't negotiate on is visualization. So I'm not a huge woo-woo person, but I do like to look at my week and my month and really set a goal. Um, I like to create an affirmation for myself that I repeat. And I'll do this either weekly or daily, depending on kind of what's going on. Um, But I like to have that time with myself. Um, Another thing I make sure I do every single day is connect with at least one person um, about their business um, or, or a person that can help me, you know, a collaboration, somebody on my level, 
um, or a complimentary referral partner, something like that. Um, let's see. Another thing that I do is personal development. So I will read for 20 minutes at night, every single night before I go to bed, because that quiets my mind and that allows me to think of other things and pour back into myself after a long day. So those are three examples of things that I do every single day um, for my business and within my business so that I can keep my energy up and stay strong for the people that I need to stay strong for, including my family. Absolutely. And I think that personal development is so huge. And you've mentioned too in this uh, podcast episode that you also have a coach. And that's another thing too. I think not only does everybody need a coach, coaches need coaches, coaches still need personal development. We're going to be growing and learning for the rest of our lives. A thousand percent. And I would be doing my clients a disservice by number one, not believing in the coaching in the coach relationship by not having my own coach and also not growing for them. Um, I want to be a better coach next month than I am now. Absolutely. So that's the only way that I can that I can do that. And we're, you know, no matter what your what your sort of brand is or what your expertise is, we all have to learn. If you're a parenting coach, you have to continue to pour into yourself um, for your business and for your craft. So. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you read every night before bed. I also do that. I would love to hear what you're reading right now, or if not what you're reading right now, what book would you recommend uh, for somebody who's just starting on their entrepreneur journey? Yeah. So right now, I, what I like to do is I like to read one fiction book and one nonfiction book. So right now my fiction book is Big Summer by Jennifer Weiner. I like all of Jennifer Weiner's books. I think they're great. I think they're a great escape. Um, from the world of business. You need that sometimes. And um, right now, my nonfiction book is, I've read it before, I'm reading it again, Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, It is a great, that is a really great book, a great starting point. Um, But Big Magic is one of my favorites, which is Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the Eat, Pray, Love author. Um, That's a great one for people, especially if you're creative, um, to give you the permission to continue to create. Um, the compound effect is amazing for habits and consistency. Um, and then story brand is great too, by Donald Miller. So the compound effect is by Darren Hardy and story brand is by Donald Miller. And that is a great book about figuring out what your story is, how your brand, how you show up for your people and what, uh, you know, really how you can let people know what you do and how you help them. Um, that's a, that's a great book. And he has a great podcast too. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much. And let's see, do you have anything else that you'd like to leave our listeners with before we wrap things up? Like how could they find you after this um, episode? So, yeah. So I've talked about already. My Facebook group is clearly where I hang out. It's my home away from home. Um, it is where I do weekly trainings, conversations. Right now I'm doing a challenge. So I do challenges once a month. Um, so the Facebook group is called Empowered and Free Business Strategies for Busy Mamas by Allison Nelson. And it's a great group. And I would love for anybody to join it who's looking to kind of grow to four and five figure months in their service based business. Here we are. We're here for you. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. And any other information that you think, like, what do you want to leave them with? What's one takeaway, one value piece? Yeah. If you can take away anything from any time I ever speak, it's that any action of any kind is still action. You know, it's still getting you closer to clarity, to focus, to clients, and to your goals. So 
please take action. I don't care how messy it is. I don't care what it looks like. The only way that we can move through fear of visibility, fear of failure, all of that is just by feeling that fear and that's allowed because your feelings can never be right or wrong, but doing it anyway, acknowledging it and moving through it by, by doing. So action will always be the thing that I will ask anybody to do, whoever listens to me. So please take action today. I don't know what kind of action you need to take today, but please just do it. Absolutely. And I think we got, we've got time for one more. So okay. I want to ask you kind of a weird question. So Ooh, <laughs> imagine, imagine you woke up tomorrow, okay, and you basically lost everything, but you mm-hmm. had your computer and you had, say, $500. What would you do mm-hmm. in the next seven days to try to rebuild what you've created here? Okay. I would, do I have Wi-Fi? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So I would go back into, um, onto Facebook because that's where I've built my business mostly. And I would build relationships again, rebuild relationships, um, grow my own group again, do lives, bring content to people, um, you know, create what I need to create so that I can pour into people, nurture them. And I would rebuild my Facebook group again. That is literally 99% of my income. That's what I would do at that time. That's incredible. All right. (laughs) So you heard her go build up a Facebook group. Yes, that's right. I build relationships. That's all you need. That's all you need. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so nice to talk to you. You too. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. I had fun. Freedom Makers, I hope you enjoyed my talk with Allison today as much as I did. And I love how she said when her baby was born, she was reborn. She was able to take all these skills and expertise that she had been using in her jobs previously and create a passion business that gave her time and financial freedom. She's now crushing it online and she is an awesome marketing coach who would be able to help you further your business goals. If you would like, visit her Facebook group and definitely get more training from her. I loved how much drive she had and the passion that she's sharing for helping other moms. You can just hear it in her voice how excited she is to share what she's doing and the impact she's having on other mamas' lives. You guys, she gave awesome tips and tricks today along with sharing a few books that she recommends. Definitely go check them out definitely reach out to her. Her name is Allison Nelson. And you guys, until next time, I will see you on the Freedom Makers.